You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about why adding more members may not be the answer you are looking for. But before we get into the episode, please make sure you head over to NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners on Facebook if you are a gym owner and request access to that group. Make sure you've gone over to our nextgenowners.com and subscribe to our blogs to get more free information, all sorts of great content delivered directly to you. And last but not least, please make sure you have liked this podcast, you've subscribed to this podcast, and you share it with someone who may get something really valuable out of it, whether or not they're a gym owner or a business owner or someone who works in the youth after-school sports industry. We have so much great content here, and there's so many people who could benefit from the information that we're putting out. So share it with them because there's someone just like you who could benefit from one of these episodes. All right. So as business owners, and even as business coaches, oftentimes we focus on revenue a lot. We we think that more revenue, more revenue, more revenue. And what we're really not looking at is uh, why we need that more revenue and, and why, how it is we're going to get there. We can oftentimes think that uh, we get more revenue by adding more members. That's kind of the number one focus is get more clients, get more clients, get more members. And we're really not approaching things in the smartest possible route in terms of adding revenue. Because sometimes, in fact, I would say 50% of the time, adding more members is actually not the fastest route to getting more revenue in your gym's pocket, making you actually more profitable. And I'm going to talk through kind of the three reasons that that is, and some three reasons why you may not want to add more members right now. And I'll kind of walk you through each one of those. So number one is more members oftentimes means more costs. Number two is more members, if you're not systemized and built correctly, is actually just another opportunity to burn bridges and lose future clients. And number three, more members oftentimes just means more problems. So for about five years, uh, I was 100% focused on numbers, on numbers, on numbers, on numbers, and getting more kids and getting more kids and getting more kids. And that was all I really focused on. And I was focused on get to this many rec kids and that will be when I'm successful because so-and-so over there has 200 rec kids. So once I get there, I'll know that I've made it. Uh, Or I need this many all-stars. You know, when I was uh, first started as a gym owner, that was back in the days when it was kind of the rat race of, how quickly could you expand? How many kids could you have? You know, there were all these franchise locations um, and people were opening gyms every year, multiple gyms every year, and they had four or 500 kids at every gym. And they were just, it, it made you feel like, man, you were behind the curve if you just had one gym. Uh, and so we actually opened a second location kind of in that time frame, And it was all about getting more kids, getting more kids, getting more kids. And first off, we are human. So 
we will always move that goalpost. So even when we're like, okay, I need to get to this many kids. Then once you get there, you just end up moving that goalpost and giving yourself a new challenge, the, a new thing you have to achieve to be truly successful. And um, so we, we've got to mentally know that going into it. So when we start talking about adding more members, that's great. And, and we'll talk in other episodes about how we can add more members because it is something you want to be able to do. Uh, but you're always going to change that goalpost uh, and, and challenge yourself uh, in some way. You're never going to be satisfied. You're never going to settle. And number two was I realized that tracking the number of kids wasn't as important as the revenue behind it. Because me eight years ago would have told you that 10 new members uh, would be a game changer. And now when I get 10 new members in a month signing up for our rec program, I kind of just shrug my shoulders and go, okay, that's great. Like that's kind of a normal month. So that sounds good because we have some drops and we have some joins. Um, you know, if I head into a new uh, competition season, if we add 10 people to our competition program, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. But I, I'm not like jumping up and down and super excited about it. But back eight years ago, that was like another team almost, or, uh, I mean, it was a substantial increase in, in registered members in our program. And I would have been totally stoked about that, but I realized that tracking the number of kids wasn't nearly as important as tracking the amount of money those kids were bringing into the business and was getting retained in the business because sometimes you add all those members and they don't actually equal dollars on the balance sheet at the end of the year because more members oftentimes means more costs. And so when I was starting out as an owner and I had 45 all-stars, I only had a drop-in tumbling program and we had seven high schools that tumbled with us for about $25 per athlete per month. I knew we needed more people. I just knew we needed more to make ends meet. And me then would have 100% laughed at the me now who has 100 plus rec kids, 130 plus team kids between our novice and cheer abilities and all that included, a fundamentals program, a camps program, stunt programs, clinics, choreography, the works. We have all these different revenue streams. We have birthday parties. We have gym rentals. We have all these things going on. And I would have literally laughed at myself and been like, you are like, you've made it, you've got it, you're there. And while I do think we are very successful and I'm very happy with where we've grown to, I'm not satisfied and we have a lot more growth that we can do. So if my growth has quite literally been exponential from where I was, you know, eight, nine years ago as a young brand new business owner, why has my net income not been exponential? right? If I have an exponential increase in members, an exponential increase in that, why don't I have an exponential increase in my revenue? Like what goes into my pocket, what I'm actually profiting? Because I don't have an exponential increase. I have a substantial increase, but I would not actually argue per se that it was, it was truly exponential, not a monumental where I'm paying myself $25,000 a month to own my gym, right? I'm paying myself and my wife a wage and it's a it's a fair wage it's not as great as i want it to be but we're paying ourselves so why is that not why don't those things go together and that's because grossing more doesn't mean actually netting more staff costs front desk costs systems coaching cost of acquisition of the client all of that starts to factor in so if i add a new member if I add a new member, 
And I have to then add a class for that person, add a staff member for that person, add more systems for that person. I'm going to pay processing fees on that person. All of a sudden, that revenue starts to deteriorate. And I can really quickly get myself into a bad position because I'm adding more classes. I'm adding more opportunities for people that are not increasing my revenue in kind. Uh, I, as I add staff, I have, uh, you know, well, I bring on a full-time staff member and then they need healthcare benefits and then they get retirement benefits. And like those things all add up really, really quickly. So sometimes adding more members isn't quite the revenue add that we're hoping it's going to be. Now, am I going to sit here and say, don't add more members? No, I'm not. There, there are, there's some mathematics you can do to kind of figure out what the magic formula is for you, but adding more members is not always going to be the be all end all ultimate solution for getting you to where you want to be revenue wise. Next is more members. If you're not ready can actually be kind of a nail in the coffin for your business, especially if you're in a small town, if you do not have a plethora of potential clients waiting in the wings, burning bridges with 10 to 15 to 20 clients can make things really, really not great for you because you're setting yourself up with a bad reputation in the community. And those 10 people that weren't happy, they're going to talk to two to three people and they're going to let those people know, oh yeah, don't go there. They're a disorganized mess or their classes don't run well, or we paid way too much money to go there and they didn't really deliver on what they said they were going to deliver on. So if you are not systemized, if you're not prepared to bring on those people, then what you're going to end up doing is bringing them on, having an exponential growth and then an exponential drop. And that exponential drop is bad. That's It's really, really bad. So we don't need to worry about if people just drop gradually. That's going to happen. There's always going to be a hole in the bucket when it comes to clients. There's going to be clients that leave. Our goal is for our our funnel in to be bigger. So we're, we lose one, but we gain three, right? And we're just continually building in that, that manner, or at least we're one-to-one at worst case scenario. But what we want to make sure we're not doing is adding in 10 and losing 15, right? That is problematic. And that can happen if we're not systemized enough, or if we're spending way too much time focusing on those new clients, and we're not really delivering a high quality product to those people who deserve a high quality product. And if they're reading our advertising and we're advertising ourselves well, we're probably guaranteeing them some sort of a high quality product. We're going to say, come here, we're the best. We're going to give you this great experience. Which brings me to the more members means more problems. If you have more members, if you have more people in the gym, that's going to be mean more broken equipment. You're going to have scheduling challenges. You're going to have staff out sick and needing coverage. And the list is really endless, right? If you have ever been that owner who's like, okay, now I need a full-time staff member. Okay, now I need four more class coaches. It can start to get exhausting and you can feel like you're playing this rat race because you're continually adding members and then you're adding staff to cover things. And then before you know it, you're really not making the revenue you thought you were going to be making. And so you have to be very diligent about that and understanding that sometimes more members just means more problems. Sometimes you can get so big, you cannot handle all of the problems and can find yourself wishing that you had less people wishing that you didn't have so many people to try and make happy. So if you already feel like I already respond to a thousand emails in a day from people asking questions, and there are a lot of ways to mitigate that, 
um, but you already feel like you're doing that, then adding more people is going to add more emails. It's going to add more communication. It's going to add more confusion. It's going to add more work for you, your front desk staff, your coaching staff. So you need to be really conscientious of only adding so many as you can consistently deliver and make a good net gain financially from. And this is why we focus so much on the ARM, that average revenue per member per month, as well as our length of engagement with our clients. We want to have high paying clients over an extended period of time. When you have a low priced item, when you have something that is $49 a month, you need to add a lot of people to generate a high volume of money coming in. As opposed to if you have less clients, but they're paying $200 a month, right? You, you need one client for the numerous you would need to get to that $200 at 49, right? $50 a month. So you're talking four people you would need to get versus the one paying 200. It's a little bit easier to deliver a great product for that person paying 200 than it is to be able to deliver a great product for four people. So think about that as you are, as you're strategizing, do I need to add more people right now or do I need to increase my average revenue per member per month? And if you need to increase your average revenue, I want you to go back and listen to my episode, how to add a hundred thousand dollars this year, um, with, without adding more members, because I talk through how to do that. Now, if you're at a point where all of your classes are filled, okay, you don't have any more room in classes. There's nowhere else to put anybody. And then you also need to be increasing your arm, not working on getting more members, because if you're full, then that's just going to create problems for you. It's just going to create new challenges. You're going to have to get new staff members. You're going to have to open up more hours. You're going to create challenges there. Now, if you are at a point where you have lots and lots of empty hours in your gym or you're hosting classes that are not well attended, that maybe have two people and you're already paying a staff member to be there and you can fit up to 10, well, yes, you want more members there. That is an answer because you're getting a better return on your investment that you're already putting out by getting more members in the program. So you have to kind of an analyze it from what is going on in your business and what is the right answer. More members may not be the answer, but sometimes it is. And this is something that we can help you with. That's something we specialize as coaches is we help you in looking at all the things going on in your business and telling you where the best opportunities lie and steering you away from those opportunities that can be a distraction and actually end up being a negative value add versus the ones that could be a positive value add. And so that's one of the things that we are really, really good at within NextGen is advising our clients on how to do that. So remember, there are going to be points in your business where you need to grow, where you need more members to achieve your goals. One of the things I would really recommend you do is set revenue-based goals because they're a much more quantifiable goal setting tactic, right? So if we set that, if we set a goal as a revenue goal, it's much easier to say to your staff, if we get... 100 kids in our rec program, you all can get raises versus it's much easier to say if we get $50,000 gross monthly revenue, you can all get raises, right? So if one way I'm saying, if we get a hundred more kids, you all get a raise. Or if I say, Hey, we, if we get $50,000 in revenue, you get a raise. And we're setting that quantifiable goal. Cause again, what if I add a hundred members, but that only adds $5,000 to our our final 
gross income because it's a super low barrier offer. Maybe we're not charging enough for our memberships. So adding more is not always the answer. Adding more high paying people is generally the answer or increasing the revenue that people who are currently with us are paying. That way you're ensuring you have revenue to support your expenditures versus having that 100 kids who don't really help keep the lights on because they're not paying enough. So set those goals in a quantifiable way by using a revenue goal versus a number-based goal only. So if you haven't yet crunched your numbers on each program and how profitable it is, I want you to do that. I want you to look at each one of your programs, look at what the average member is paying per month, look at what your expenditures are on that, and see where your margins are. Are you at a 40% or greater profit margin on that program? And if you, you're not, there's something you need to look at there because you're going to, as you add more members, you're going to continue to lose money. I think this is where the misnomer, it's a complete lie, the misnomer that All-Star doesn't make you money comes from is because people don't actually look at their profit margins and they don't set their profit margins correctly. So they keep adding more All-Stars, but they don't make any more money because they're just acting as a pass-through for the money from their clients. And you can avoid that by building in those profit margins. So spend some time looking at those numbers and figure out whether or not you need to be increasing your number of members or you need to be adjusting your costs. Because adding more members who are not actually paying enough to make you a profit and they're really just costing you more money is not going to help your business. It's going to hurt you. So figure out what it is you need to do. Do you need to raise costs or do you need to add more members? And then get with us and we can help you make a plan for what is best for you and how you can go about that. Because there's ways to do both. You can, you can raise prices. You also can get more members. There's strategy to each one of them. And yes, you can raise prices and then get more members. That's also a great strategy and one that that's actually where I'm at right now. We've raised prices. We're about where we need to be. And now we want to get more members in a couple of our programs. So you want to be growing, but sometimes adding more members is not the answer. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode. I've loved sitting down with you. Again, share this uh, podcast if you got something great out of it. If you're looking for another great cheer podcast, check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. Phenomenal podcast. He interviews some amazing people um, with a lot of great experience in cheerleading. So if you're looking for a more just cheer-focused podcast, that's a really, really great one to take advantage of. With that, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.